0: Peace, family. This is 19 Keys with the most powerful podcast on the planet. You're listening to Observation Times Exposure, the Idris Effect, the tech guide. Tap in. <laughs> you got to hold the bars back. Man, I don't like holding the bars back. You know, I just like letting oh it roll. Oh, okay. So enough, bro. All right. Um, we here live. We tapped in with an extreme paradigm shifter a design thinker, an architect, um, a genius who humbly accepts that title only by the accolade other people gives him based on his results and achievements because he knows he's defined by that. But in the rebel sense, the word he doesn't want to be called genius because he knows that it doesn't always include the feminine aspect of the genius because it's you know attached to the patriarch more so. That represents white patriarchal intellect. So I respect you on that aspect, but you are, a genius in the sense to where I need our people to recognize that you are as much of a genius the same way a person may recognize um, Elon Musk or Wozniak or uh, Steve Jobs. Those names get celebrity status and title in our community. And Einstein was the first famous genius. You know, he, he, he was able to get that celebrity genius. And Einstein wasn't, he didn't even do hardware. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't do software like you. He was a thinker. Mm -hmm. And I look at it like this. I always tell people to show the world your illusions. And I mean that, like, don't chase a thing, become a thing. Mm. So in Einstein, what he did was he put out his thoughts and he let other people prove them wrong. And that validated his genius, doing thought experiments, not even Mm -hmm. tangible things. So when I think about that, the average person has genius thoughts. The world just doesn't observe. Mm. and so they don't validate themselves Um, they're genius because the world never gets to observe their illusions of what they put out there for other people to see what's inside Mm. themselves you've actually created tangibles you know what I mean genius in the manner of the way you think and how you produce your ones and your zeros your dreams and your realities your binary thought and your trinary thought your multidimensional ability to be more Mm. you know so that's not even the introduction (laughs) that's not even the introduction we live in a society that's ambitious more than aspirational Mm -hmm. we live in a society that tries to figure out how do I gain more instead of how do I become more Mm -hmm. Um, in a short amount of time and you have become more, Mm -hmm. more than the average human being in lifetimes more than some people's family legacies have accumulated in lifetimes and I mean that by pure production of results and the accumulation of knowledge. So, based on these entities that we validate to legitimize ourselves, in that realm, you've done it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In that realm, they, they, they stamped you. Then you would stand by the courtier. you mm-hmm. understand me? And now you get the full stand by everybody else being able to see, wait a minute, He standing by white patriarch intellect, and now he stand by the God patriarch intellect as well this is powerful mm-hmm. this is something that I've always wanted to see rest in peace to live in peace to the great you know Nipsey Hussle live in peace because a legend is an energy that never dies <laughs> Absolutely. so when you, 13 at Google mm-hmm. you worked on the Snapchat specs mm-hmm. you worked with Instagram um, and a bunch of other unmentionables I'm sure mm-hmm. that we can't always go into mm-hmm. um, was it the explore
1: page mm-hmm. yeah Uber? Yeah, Uber, Uber? yeah. You know? we can tell it. Over. It's like, you know, when I was a kid, they had, like, the Lunchables. This is like the, you know, Unexplainables. <laughs> you can't really, like, talk about too much. Right. It's just enough. Right. That's why you...
0: I only throw that out there for the people. That's not what validates mm. him for me. What validates you for me is the way you think and the synchronicity of thought to where there's only so many interesting thinkers in the world. Mm. There's only so many interesting designers in the world, and your level of observation... Shows me your level of consciousness on a higher level, Carl Jung talked about it say that you know when it deals with synchronicity, you know the observer creates the observations, but if that's true, then lower conscious observer only create lower conscious observation, higher conscious observers create higher conscious observation, mm-hmm. so in design thinking, you observe and then you take insights, but depending on who you are, you're not going to observe everything so your level of observation and reality of how you see things from a multi dimensional spectrum lets me know that you are a high observer, that you are a mm-hmm. higher conscious being. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I can observe that within yourself validates me at the same time. Exactly. Because so I see it too. It's a level of appreciation. Um, and I want people to know that this is our... Uh, the t- the celebrity is a cheap word. But I just want the emphasis on who we should be paying attention to. Mm. Because we all know who the poppin' rapper is that feeds our escapism, but the ones that give us the tools of execution, the ones that has great leadership competency by showing you a role model of the goals that we should be leading towards, mm-hmm. we not always have our eyeballs there. Mm. That's not what we observe observing, and that's why our lives are not designed the best way possible. Mm-hmm. So, observe my brother. And every time people always tell me, you're inspired, blah, 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 I always say, thank you for the observation. Because I know you're feeding my consciousness. Mm-hmm. You're turning me into that wave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And I appreciate the light. So thank you for being here, I brother. I appreciate if you, Drew. You really know. Observing. Absolutely. Appreciate
1: it, bro. Mutual. Mutual. That that I've just been following everything. <laughs> You've you know, just been posting, like, just like making sure I go through and support in any way possible. Um, you were posted something, I think, yesterday or two days ago about sort of this idea of like, the conversion ratio for for social media, mm. it's like people got millions of followers but can't even move no product. Right. You know, and it just shows you like that life is like a stage, and it's just like a curtain. And in today's world, it's like it's fast fashion. Life is fast fashion right now. Mm-hmm. It's like every season, there's a new every season, there's a new you know dope thing. So you tapped in, bro, and that's why like that's I've been, sure. you know, I don't really be like even associate myself with a lot of people, but I was like, nah, we need to build, we need to sit <clears> down because <throat> you're, you're tapped in, bro. And Appreciate your content, it. the world needs to, you know, like, I, I could count, and not not even from a sense of validation, but I could literally, like, count how many times I've ever posted somebody on my page. And I was like, nah, I gotta post. Yeah, you're like, you know, people gotta know, you know what I mean? Because, like, you know, you're God, you know what I mean? And And I feel like, like I was saying before, the the term you know if we if you believe whether you're religious or not mm-hmm. but if you believe that we came from a source we can only be that source Facts. you know the first law that we learn in school as applied to the, uh, conservation of mass or energy is that energy can n- neither be created nor destroyed only altered right so how can we come from a source and not be the source exactly you know a monkey can't make a cow Facts. A monkeys always don't make uh Uh, uh, you know even if it intermixes or whatever it's going to make a breed of itself it's within the DNA so I respected you um, you know as somebody that pushed that but not even from a narcissistic way but like awakening the human consciousness you know because I feel like my mission is to raise the vibrational and intellectual frequency of humanity and I feel like yours is too Yes, sir. and you actively live it whereas a lot of people talk it and you were living it so I was like I need to surround myself with this brother. You know Man, what I mean? That's, like, <laughs> that's
0: amazing accolades from someone that I respect. I want to say it like this, is that there, there, I, I really don't think people understand the time that we live in. Mm. Any amount of great thinkers that live within this time. And in the 30s and 40s, I believe there was a, those decades where a lot of great thinkers that was coming out of that time. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of great thinkers. I don't know what the hell was in the The water at that time. time It wasn't what's in our water. Something else. (laughs) They had the opposite of fluoride, whatever Mm -hmm. they was putting in the water. (laughs) The
1: fluoride, you know me. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: But... If, if you, uh, I deem this year the year of the keys. And by mm. that, I mean that we have all of the keys necessary in order to produce everything that we need to, in order to create all the solutions to all of the problems mm-hmm. that we need to. And I used to say that, you know, for every problem, there's an app. Mm. Um, and I still mean that, but I like the way you broke it down to where you say that we have to be the greatest um, developers instead of the greatest app users. And not only just the greatest app developers... But also the iOS of it, mm-hmm. you know, and that part is important because that gives us sovereignty, mm-hmm. you know. And I think the ultimate goal for every human being should be sovereignty—the ability to govern your own.
1: Mm-hmm. We,
0: we uh, inherited a social contract mm-hmm. that's supposed to serve our best interest: freedom, justice, equality. Exactly. But we know that, and that social contract is what we have with the government—that says I will obey the laws so it serves my best interest. Mm-hmm. Same thing that we do basically with corporations and big entities. They don't serve our best interests. Mm -hmm. They don't give us freedom, justice, and equality. Instead, like you said, it's an inherent bias within the IOS. It's an inherent Mm -hmm. bias within the Constitution. So when someone doesn't serve your best interest, then you have to serve your best interest. Mm -hmm. You rip up that contract. You create a new one with the people. But you're still governing yourself, but you're saying that we're going to serve each other's best interests. Absolutely. So those social contracts... The way I'm looking at it right now, especially through you, is the access that you give to people, mm-hmm. right? The access that you give to people and the permission for you ask them, to, let me be your influencer. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we do when we influence people mm-hmm. and we give them information. We're asking permission for us to influence them Absolutely. with leadership competency. Let me be a good role model and lead you to this desire, go. Yeah. What do you think is the first step for us gaining
1: sovereignty? Um, I feel like the first Goal is ego death. Mm. And, you know, it's like, before we could build a f- physical operating system, 444. Uh, <laughs> That's the four, four guy right there. <laughs> That's my number. That's my angelic uh. number. Um, before we can even build a physical operating system, we need to deprogram our mental operating system. And I hear people say reprogram a lot. But before you can reprogram, you need to deprogram Mm -hmm. for the existing architecture. You know, it's like reprogramming is uh, spraying a a trash can with Mm. perfume. Mm. You got to take the trash out. Mm. Empty the bag. Create a new bag. And I feel like that's what we got to start with first. The acknowledgement and the ego death and acknowledgement that it's okay. Okay we have for centuries, for hundreds of years, used another platform or whatever it might be. But the first step is acknowledging it, but people don't want to acknowledge it. It's like Neo going through the matrix and Morpheus being like, people believe in the, the matrix so much that they would do anything to protect it, anything. Right. So our first step is to acknowledge it, is to acknowledge that it's not equal, to acknowledge the biasness, to acknowledge everything. And then we can start formulating But for us to blatantly just, you know, just be like, how do we create our own? Well, we need to, before you can create the future, you need to understand the past. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like we need to go back and see, well, how do we get to this stage? You know, um, for me in particular, being Ghanaian-American, the first president of Ghana, his name was Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. And he understood... Africa you know Ghana was one of the first you know independent nations or independent countries to gain its its independence from you know colonialism in the British empire but in 1952 he created a a stem school before we hear mainstream stem he created the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology which is basically stem 1952 Ghana gained its independence in 1957 he created a tech school before the country even gained its independence to prepare the youth with the skill sets they need to be owners and not creators. I mean, and not and not use the created. We need to be creators and not use the created. Uh, you know, instead of platform utilizers, we create the platform to be utilized. Mm. You know, and I feel like just to answer your question, you know, we could go on and just like you know. But I feel like yeah, it's first acknowledging, and it's okay to acknowledge. You know, it's like that's how you learn. You learn through iteration. Right. And for you to go to the next stop, you know, you never go from A to Z. You go A, B, C, D, but every single action causes a reaction. So you look back, how do we get here? You know, how do we get to a place where, and majority of the time, it's ignorance. And it's okay to be ignorant. Contrary to popular belief, ignorance means just a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Just like darkness isn't the... I love darkness because mm-hmm. darkness is simply the absence of light. you dark brother. You got to love You sleep. know? Like, <laughs> and, and, and a beautiful thing I love about darkness is that every single color comes from black. Exactly. Every sing, Black is the universal color right. of our universe.
0: You know what? On that thought... <laughs> When I tell people, you know, uh, diversity starts in the mind. Mm-hmm. And I look at the spectrum of how a person thinks. Mm-hmm. If you were to grade it like in a color, the opposite of black, of course, is white. And in that you have a spectrum of red, yellow, green, whatever. But the people that I align with is the people not just have the same skin color. Mm-hmm. is the people that have the same mind color. Mm-hmm. And black being the original source, it means that your mind is tapped into the original source. So if I observe your mind and I realize that, oh, you have a black mind. Now, black, of course, come with uh, many connotations, mm-hmm. but I define all my own words for myself, mm-hmm. right? So when I use them and I always tell people what they mean so that you understand where I'm coming from and don't filter it through your programming. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have solidarity with individuals who have the same mind color as me. Mm-hmm. And that mind color of originality is righteousness. That mind color of the original people is our nature. Absolutely. So when you have that evolution mindset, because if we go with um, Fibonacci sequence, Mm -hmm. then we're talking about things allowing to be able to grow in a mathematical, geometrical progression. And you tapped in, tapped in. Man, hey, we ain't even tapped into the
1: surface. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we ain't even like go deep in. there's, There's just so much, you know, out there. But I completely agree with that. Like the source, the original was black. And, you know, again, I'm like that too. I define my own words. You yeah. could take it and put it in whatever context. I have a tattoo here that says insert here. Mm. You could take whatever perception or definition you have and imply it on me, but I know who I am. I simply be. Yeah. You know, be. in the Torah, you know, God said, I am that which I am. Mm. And I am that which I am. So you can use whatever constructs to define me. It doesn't, it doesn't even touch us. Right. But I completely agree that the original was black and not by color, by mindset, by righteousness. You know, by uh, by light, um, good and evil. You know, good and evil. That's how I like to look at energies. You either have good energy or you have evil energy. Mm. Not light energy and dark energy, because we've been taught that light. It's interesting because there's so many different spectrums that we can't even see. We can't see UV rays. Like we can't say infrared. We can't see none of these, you know. That even other like cats, they can see like UV and stuff, and we just see visible light, right. which is on the end of the spectrum. So just imagine what could be achieved if we, you know, really put that aside and right. really look within and started leading with that conscious mind that's within us. because it's, it's here. You know what I mean? Like I tell people, like the seeds to your solid the the seeds to your freedom, to your sovereignty. It's not in the earth, it's in you because you are the earth and the earth is you. It's not in the earth, it's here. <laughs> you just need to acknowledge that.
0: You gotta tap in. You
1: have to tap in. <laughs> you, you
0: you are you are a software hardware guy. And I heard that from Nipsey. He said, mm-hmm. Man, this brother do software and hardware, clap it up for that. <laughs> and and I thought that was dope as hell because it was teaching it was teaching people how to observe and how to appreciate at the same time. Like we have to teach our culture. That's part of that deprogramming, like, mm-hmm. oh, y'all didn't clap for this. It's not within your program to appreciate mm-hmm. that. And it kind of gets me to the value of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And the value of knowledge, and that goes towards discipline. Those who value knowledge will have the necessary discipline in order to obtain the knowledge to achieve their goals. Mm-hmm. Many people want knowledge free is because they don't value knowledge. Mm-hmm. We will pay for food, we pay for sex, mm-hmm. we pay for liquor, we pay for escapism. And in those things, we don't audit their importance, their ROI, nothing when it comes to liabilities. But when it comes to assets, we become the IRS and auditing the value. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And it's like, we should have the opposite. We should, we should easily invest into assets, right? And we should be very harsh on ourselves when it's time for liabilities. Mm-hmm. And teaching people how to observe reality from an asset liability spectrum uh, makes us produce wealth. Mm-hmm. And not just wealth in, you know, uh, Jay Morrison was talking about this yesterday. He was talking about how wealth is um, an abundance of assets that exceed your liabilities. Mm-hmm. We live in a paradigm where we have more liabilities than our assets.
1: Because yeah, we have so many rich people, but we don't have wealthy people. Exactly. You know, and it lives within the mind. It transcends even the currency value of it.
0: <clears throat> yeah. If somebody wants to get into, and, and so let me get the people some tangibles. Mm -hmm. Right now, somebody's listening to you, and they say, wow, this brother is smart. I can tell he tapped in on many different levels. How do I get my son to be like him? How do I get my son to um, have the ability to have a thought, know what information is necessary to achieve that thought, and then act out that information to execute? Mm -hmm. Where does a person start getting into tech?
1: I feel like the answer I would have gave five years ago is way different than the answer I would get now. Five years ago, I've been like, you know, tap into these programming languages that were created by other people to enslave us, you know? Um, And now it's like, but you can use the magic carpet to fly through the matrix and break the glass ceiling and escape. You Mm. could use and manipulate the, you know, once you understand that for every action there's a reaction, you can manipulate it to your advantage. So I guess the new me would say, I feel like the greatest discovery in our known existence, will be the fusion of spirituality and technology.
0: Do you think that's where AI go take this?
1: Not the way it is now. And that's why we need to have the universal black mind. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's what lacks right now. So I think now anybody that asks me, I would say combine the theory, combine the C-sharp and the JavaScript and the Udemy and all these coding resources and combine it with the spirituality aspect. Absolutely. Because machines that we program, especially given the fact that it's super biased, they will never have a soul like us. Righteousness will always have to be programmed, period. And who gets to define those metrics? And right now, it's, it's super unbalanced. Mm. You know, who gets to define those metrics? But the reason why I feel like it will come from these inner city kids that understand the black mind not from color, but from perspective, Mm -hmm. and from the source, one specific people. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have tech bias, and that's why we have everything. But our leaders, and this is why we're shifting the mindset now, our leaders that will take technology and flip it will have to have a universal mindset. It cannot be that I am simply doing this for black people. You're doing it for humanity in general. And in doing that, you will break down the wall and the barrier that exists. People say, like, white people got 400, uh, 400 years on black people and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, you could close that up in one, one generation with technology, as owners, and mm-hmm. not utilizers. Because, like, like, yeah, we, we sound a lot, <laughs> a lot, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> all that I need connect to connect I need, like, hearing a, myself, ah, like, ah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What's your sign, bro? Taurus. I'm a Taurus. See? May 7th. Mark on the Taurus. Malcolm X is a Malcolm Taurus. That's I just got chills. <laughs>
0: well, I, mean, I, mean, I just got chills. chills. My brother, my brother. <laughs> Yo, Yo <it's> no shade. <laughs> What's the sign, bro? Yeah. Yep.
1: So i Wow. That's crazy, uh, though. That. that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense, bro, because I yeah. felt connected. I was like, yo. No, you know the, no, you know
0: the
1: Gregorian calendar? Yep. Yeah? Oh, yeah. So now you're about to get me into some. <laughs> <the sports. laughs> yeah, now that's boss. fire. That's fire right there. Because I feel like, you know, uh, I was reading this book, and it talked about past lives, future lives. And it talked about how you will keep coming back to this earth until you fulfill the, it's like a vessel you your soul keeps coming back in these in these forms and you meet people and you feel like yo like I feel like I met that person before, you know what i mean and it's like it's a uh you know when we talk about i I feel like we take things too literal when we uh when we think of uh, the big bang because I like to refer to the you know I feel like our goal is to get back to zero dimensions where all the dimensions existed as one and you know, once that catalyst happened, the universe has been expanding to this day faster than the speed of light. The universe is expanding right now. We can, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, in the third dimension, never, I don't use the word never impossible, but we can never get to the end of the universe because it's expanding faster than the speed of light. But you ever, like, have something happen and you're like, oh, Yo, like, this happened before or whatever? But again, that's like a whole nother convo. But yeah, in the case that, you meant to say, he said that, and I realized, like, that's how we really... You know, gonna get this freedom. Because it's like, who's, you know, we all know the people that sat down and created the United States, the, uh, the Constitution of the United States, were all white. And so by default, whether it was done literally or not, it's going to be biased right. towards a specific group. So who created these operating systems? You know, there's meetings being held in Geneva with Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates and Elon Musk, and they're not talking about AI you know they're creating something called open ai which is basically a decentralized ai platform so that it can't fall in one government now that's dope but again yes, boss. it's like sovereignty from the british empire all right where we bring tax so much that so we're going to go form our own nation all right you know what i mean it wasn't done to the benefit of you even read you see, you mentioned you know freedom of liberty pursuit and happiness earlier You know, we have an amendment that says all people are free unless they commit a crime, Mm -hmm. and that's why we have so many people in prison. Literally, there's an amendment. I think it's the 11th. Is that is it the 13th? 13th, Sorry, the the 13th amendment, which basically still enacts and forms on people to be enslaved in a system. And
0: and not to interrupt you, mm -hmm. but I I was listening to uh, Dr. Claude Anderson, Mm -hmm. and he said that it was. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of property. At first, mm. and they changed it to happiness because the property they was talking about
1: us mm-hmm. owning us. So now think about in the case of think about a black, think about Obama coming up saying I want to change the Constitution of the United States. Like who you think you are? You know. And so that's the same way I look at technology. And now technology has no room for it to be biased. Why? Because it's a universal language, just like music and art. It can't be biased. It's accepted, it's a universal language. Our ancestors had technology far away beyond what we have today. Absolutely, I know that for a fact. You know, you look at even uh, uh, the ancient Egyptians and how they could use these urns and put juices in it to form electricity, mm. you know. So, none of this is new, but we're given one way. Like, next month I'm, I'm going to Ghana. I'm building a school, I like to call it a research lab, an innovation lab, and I remember two years ago when I started even thinking about this, I was like, I want to take minimalism and essentialism and all these ism, ism words of design and take it there. And I said, hmm, I talk about empowering Africa and I talk about empowering a continent and talk about empowering black people. Why am I taking a European design aesthetic to the motherland and build things on that. What's the difference between, you know what I mean? What's the difference between that and colonialism? You know, or gentrification, you know, going out influencing external sources thinking that could benefit the community. So I'm like, nah, we're gonna go study the indigenous people. We're gonna hold off on building the school until we do our research on the indigenous people and how can we fuse what they have with the knowledge we have to form these prefab homes, so we make like pre-installed homes, and you could just attach them, and they're modular, and you could combine them together, and, mm. you know, all of these different things for the school. It, it brings me to a
0: point of, um, it brings me to several points. You, you mentioned so much, and to get my mind firing. But white patriarchal intellect, and in the context of how it deals with, we are living in someone else's mind. When we're not the designers, we're not the architects. We're living in someone else's design—the mm-hmm. way that the glass is set up, the ceilings, the color, the squares—all of this is someone else's design. And most of the design in white patriarchal intellect is for control and power. Mm-hmm. You know, it's to put your mind into a box, a captive state of thinking. Nature doesn't design in straight lines, so when you're talking about that. If you look at, and I was studying some about black architecture and black designers, and I just started looking up some really dope-ass buildings that I didn't know were black designed. But you wouldn't know until you actually go study, and you'd be like, whoa, a black person designed this? Mm-hmm. A black person did this Notre Dame thing, this mm-hmm. thing over here? And you're like, this is amazing. But what you notice is a trend that we don't design in straight lines. Mm-hmm. We design in a much more creative capacity. If you mm-hmm. think about, like, Wakanda, -hmm. Right, and how they had that science lab and graffiti on there. Mm -hmm. That's how we had designed (laughs) something. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be boxed in, it wouldn't be square cubicle chambers. Mm You know what I mean? And I think about that even in the when you talk about the constitution and the IOS and what we're using to operate off of, we're not operating off of our evolution, we're operating off of the accumulation of theirs. Mm -hmm. So if you can take something like Tesla and Elon Musk Right. You can take something like the Wright Brothers and Leonardo da Vinci. What you see right there is you see uh, documentation of their learning curve and you see an accumulation of knowledge. That's basically what evolution Mm -hmm. is, because we start off as babies wholly ignorant. Mm -hmm. So if somebody were to transport someone from 2019 to 1919, the average person wouldn't bring that knowledge with them. The average person don't have those skills, that knowledge they would only have whatever specialized skills that they're in in their industry. Exactly. But we think we evolved because we live in a time of accumulated knowledge that we possess. But to your point, when you talk about the Egyptians, those are cousins, but we can't do what they did. Mm-hmm. So we don't have the evolution because
1: we're missing their knowledge. There's a missing link. That's the true wealth. And I also feel like, you know, while we're on that topic, we're, the reason why we're getting so, so much more disconnected is because we're learning our roots. I mean, we're losing our roots every single step of the way. With every new product, every new design aesthetic that comes out, we are moving far, 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 far away from our ancestors, and we're given an indoctrinated way of doing things, right. an indoctrinated operating system, an indoctrinated uh, programming language, an indoctrinated device. So if, I w- if if what I'm saying was theory, right, in the court of science, in the court of law, the highest form of uh, evidence is uh, eyewitness. In the court of science, the lowest form of uh, witness or proven some, or evidence is eyewitness. You need to be able to successfully prove something every single time and do it every single time and replicate that every single time for it to be considered evidence. Mm. So just for the sake of the third dimensional beings we are in a very... Uh, Indoctrinated way of thinking. Let's test that. All right. Let's think about the iPhone. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the iPhone runs iOS. Let's think about the Apple Watch. Now, if I'm not mistaken, it runs Watch OS. Let's think about the Apple TV. It runs TV OS. Let's think about the Mac. It runs macOS. Let's think about. Let's go to Microsoft real quick. When Microsoft created their computers, it runs Windows OS. When they create their phones, it runs Windows Mobile OS. Now let's jump over to Google. When Google creates, they create Android. When they create for their watch, they create uh, Android Watch operating system. All right, now let's think about all these AI platforms for voice. Amazon has Alexa, Google has Google Assistant, Apple has Siri. There is a pattern, and this is tangible evidence that will continue to happen every single time. See, when they build infrastructure, they vertically integrate, what Nipsey was talking about, vertical integration, controlling the whole supply chain of your product, extracting the resources, which in most cases they get from places like Africa, bringing it back here, marketing it, building it. They do all that in-house. While we say, let's build a product, and we start from the ground up with somebody else's platforms. Mm. You know? So it's like that's if that's not credible evidence, right? I don't know what it is I don't know what it is. But there's a pattern that we are failing to realize. And again, I remember when I was a kid, I remember this one time I was in a library reading a book and I had this I had this white kid come up to me and snatch the book out of my hand. And I guess he was a programmer, and he said people of your color shouldn't be reading that book. Mm. So that moment never, it never escaped my mind. And so we live in an era now where people share information with us because they know we won't read it. I'm gonna share this information because I know about right. less than 20% of people, or 10% even. You know. And then the 5% of people that actually do get it can't even explain it to the 10% of people. So we just live in this age where we really need to do this. We need to have the Marcus Garvey. We need to have, you know the W. E Bo, We need to have the Kwame Nkrumah. We need to have the Fela Kute, we need to have, you know, the Dr. King, the Malcolm X. We need to have that, uh, that strength and that heart of unapologeticness mm-hmm. and fuse it with the minds of the musks and, find, and fuse it with the minds of you know, you know the Teslas and all of that combining those two and that's what Nipsey and I still I explained explain to him because I was on that but he was like I want exactly what you just told me I want you to tell that to the whole culture now mm-hmm. and I'm going to put you in a position to do that because that's, that's when we really see the paradigm shift right. you know what I mean because like my, my theory and my reason well not theory this is how I feel you know, my truth is, I don't, I don't say ah, this how I feel, I say my truth is, because truth is subjective, but my truth is, the reason why our youth are not interested in programming and stuff is not because they don't think they can't make money or anything from it. We see all these programmers are making at least two hundred fifty oh, thousand right. dollars a year, but the problem is the indoctrination. We're only shown how something can work for one person, mm. and we're forced you know, to take all that. So I look at Africa. Africa is still suffering from the effects of pre-colonialism. Now, you know, the World Bank has crippled it. So I think about, you know, there's been a lot of trains. If you if you like a, uh, if somebody from Chicago or something, you don't want to miss that last that last train, right. you know, or that last bus. You go freeze. You know, you're gonna freeze, right? So. We missed a lot of buses when the internet first came out. The internet was essentially the, the first operating system. Internet yeah, talk protocol. Nineteen ninety five. Yes. Let's talk about nineteen
0: ninety five. It sparked something earlier. I wanted to bring it up, but you brought it back. Nineteen ninety five. Two big, big paradigm shifts. Mm-hmm.
1: The Silicon black side.
0: You have the Million Man March. A orchestrated by Minister Farrakhan. Absolutely, a collective group of consciousness brought together by the magnetism of a black man's thought, under the uh, the ashes of freedom, justice, equality, uh, reformation, redeeming self, atonement. Powerful. When we look at Maslow's law, this Maslow's law pyramid, you're talking about the bottom of the pyramid, individuals dealing with those things of. You know, basic necessities, mm-hmm. you know, food, clothing, shelter, having to eat, stuff mm-hmm. of that nature. Thinking in the survival aspect, being distracted by oppression, mm-hmm. not focusing on the dream. Mm-hmm. The dream is different from the oppression. And I think about that as how powerful that movement was. And then at the same time, you got the white patriarchal intellect focusing on social media mm-hmm. and the IPO of Netscape. Mm-hmm. And how, if our parents were tapped in, But distractions doesn't allow you to make those decisions or have that level of observation and synchronicity with the environment. Mm -hmm. So when we pour our energy so much into the problems, we're missing out on all of the solutions. And I think about that is that it's definitely something we can never, ever afford again. Because if we were tapped in at that time and we had somebody to be like, yo, us, this is what's popping over there. This is how we communicate with each other. This is how we're going to... Um, create all of the solutions mm-hmm. to every problem we've ever thought of mm-hmm. look at this thing. They over here tapping in with social media now you have These people that's in social media. They not dealing with the, the breathing the food mm-hmm. the, the basic necessities they're at the topper of the pyramid. They can think about the dream. They can just focus all of their energy on manifesting and executing and being in synchronicity with the environment and observation of all the opportunities that exist. Mm-hmm. We have never had that opportunity to focus on the dreams. Mm-hmm. Never had the opportunity to focus on design. So when I think about that, those paradigm shifts, I also think that technology was specifically made for us in, a, in an essence that after the Million Man March, they banned Farrakhan. Oh, of he course. was banned. But the second Man Million Man March came because of what? Technology. Mm-hmm. You couldn't take him off of. So what they realized is that the more attention that they gave him the first time, they tried to talk shit about him, it only brought more people. The observation just grew to consciousness. Long so they attraction. said, we're not doing that no more. Next time, we won't give you any viewership. We're not even going to mention the but the internet mentioned it it didn't matter the internet was the technology that we was able to utilize for us to execute mm-hmm. and to bring together all our solutions so boom the second million man marked a success because of the internet when at first this man was bringing people together and creating viral news mm-hmm. before there was ever an internet before mm-hmm. there was ever a social media so i look mm-hmm. at it like now we are in this place to where Those who are, and and, and don't get me wrong, there was always black people, you know, behind the scenes, creating chips, creating systems, creating something somewhere. Mm -hmm. We just didn't know their names. And the dangerous thing about that is that when you don't know those names, you can't accumulate on that knowledge that they've built. Mm -hmm. So... That's why I want people to know your name so much because that creates the evolution. We are always pitting our ancestors against each other. Oh, mm-hmm. you got to be noble. You got to be Marcus Garvey. Yeah. You got to be a lot. Li- Wait a minute. Each one of those had a frequency and manifestation that I can learn from. Absolutely. The unobliged Muhammad had a knowledge Malcolm X didn't have, but I'll take the oratory skills of Malcolm X. I'll take the knowledge of him. Mm-hmm. I will take the... The the, the, the the longevity and the ability to bring people together a Minister for our kind. Mm-hmm. You know, I would take the spirit of Dr. Khaled. I would take all of that and program each one of those manifestations of God into the children, and we can accumulate and build off the evolution. That's how you get the timeline of a, a Tesla and an Elon Musk. Absolutely. Nobody's saying that, oh, it's either, um, I, I, no, I like the philosophy of the Wright brothers. I can't really think about Einstein. No, all mm-hmm. of that is something that we add into. They you don't pit it.
1: against each other. And you also you just study, you know. And you said something very important, and I feel like, you know, because we 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 live in this scientific world, um, you know, what's the s- smallest known particle we know in, in 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 our universe? The atom. I was right? gonna say I thought it was the. Right? Ozone yeah, quarks cor- are smaller, but you know that's visible to us, right? With the high precision microscope, right? But that's like the one of the, for the lack of a better word, the least common denominator, right? Mm-hmm. Is the atom. The number like we're dividing itself until you get that, right? Quarks and bosons and everything; those are way smaller. But let's just, you know, for, for everybody watching, it yeah, was on like the atoms, atoms, right? Yeah. We could get into that. But from the atom is which everything comes from. We're all made. Of, you know, I even address myself as wheeze because you're made of fifty trillion cells. You know, you're, you're, every single one of us is a we, and we have so much energy in our bodies. But, like, I feel like it's important to know that Google is not the internet. Google is a search engine. Apple is not the internet. Apple is a technology company. Like, nobody owns the internet, mm. it's open, and that's. That's, that's, yeah, that's a platform for us. It's like, can one person say, I rule the world? Nah, so mm-hmm. the internet is the world of our generation that we can use and manipulate to our advantage. But we've never been at the forefront. So if we go back to 95 and we talk about the silicon chips that we missed the silicon chipset boom. We uh, missed the renewable uh, sources of energy boom. Then we came and missed the, uh, the, I, the operating system boom. And now the next boom, the reason why the next boom is about to, you know, if, you, if you're tapped in, um, and I'm sure you're familiar with uh, universal cataclysms that have happened, you know, where the world was destroyed through fire and the world was destroyed through water and the world was destroyed. So there's about to be a fourth cataclysm, right? We had the solar cataclysm. We had the, uh, the silicon chipset cataclysm. We had the operating system cataclysm. And there's about to be another cataclysm that, and the reason why I'm stressing over this is because it's so important for us to understand this and not miss this train not miss this bus and that's the AI machine learning boom Mm. because artificial intelligence machine learning will be the last invention we ever make
0: that's the actualization
1: that's the actual it will be the last I'll give you a typical example. Google created something in two thousand sixteen, I believe called uh, um, Alpha Go Now there's a game in uh, yeah in, in J- Japanese um, culture, I think it's Asian culture it's called go It's one of the oldest uh, most uh you know um, it's just a super ancient game. Mm-hmm. It's like a chess and checkers, but hundred times bigger. There's over a million different combinations. They trained. A machine using a neural network and visual—they uh, created uh, these visual parameters and digital parameters, and you know it could select and let the operator know which moves it wants to make. They created this program called AlphaGo, and I think they fed it 20 hours of Go footage. They fed the machine this—a human fed the machine this—and the machine uh, went one-on-one with the best Go player in the world, and beat him. Mm. Now that's crazy enough, right? That with just 24 hours of footage, this machine was able to learn and teach itself, and then beat a human, right? And the people that taught the machine didn't even know how to play Go. But it beat Mm. the master of Go. Cool. Now what's crazy is what happened with AlphaGo 2.0. Now they said... No, no human. Machine A teach machine B. Machine A taught machine B in half the time, and machine B beat machine A. So you can see how that trickles down. Right. All because data was fed to it. it At the end fast. of the day, it evolved fast. So what I'm saying is with this with this train, and that's why I'm pushing forward for this. And you know the meaning with the minister was so powerful because I feel the spirits of all those that came before us because we're all living here and we have no fears of what's going to happen until we're done with this mission, nothing will happen to us. We will just continue to elevate and spread the message because, you know, we're so quick to see another brother on the street and kill our own. Mm -hmm. We're so quick to go buy from someone else before buying from our own. I wish we took that same energy and thought about AI the same way mm. and thought about machine learning the same way and thought about creating our own for our people the same way. You know, you hear people say you ask anybody, would you die for your freedom? Majority of the time they'll say, hell yeah I'll die for my freedom. And this is that. Next. And it's so mm, it's like a it's like a snake that's just like, you know slithering. And you don't know when it's going to strike. It's like the cobra. You don't know when it's going to strike but it manipulates you until it strikes. And this is, this is like a sedative it's like you won't even feel it but you're numb and your whole body's just like locking up and you know i had a discussion with somebody that told me to always walk in the truth and say things no matter how society will perceive them because it's the truth that prevails at the end of the day and so to that you know when we think about the emancipation was that freedom it wasn't so i think about idea that we live here and we think we're free and everything like that and in technology at least there's a new form of picking cotton and we all picking it it's called big data
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we giving it away for free and we don't read so you download an app every single app you download there's something that pops up called a EULA end user licensing agreement it's basically a contract between you and the creator of the app you're using called an end-user licensing agreement. If you're in law, the equivalent of that is a contract of adhesion. It's basically a take it or leave it mm-hmm. opportunity. So I want you next time you download an app and you see the EULA, not even, not even you know, read it. I can't force nobody to read. I read my EULAs, but hit disagree and see what happens. The app closes, and you can never access the platform until you're forced mm. to click Accept.
0: So there's no real choice. There's no choice.
1: When you talk <laughs> about
0: sovereignty and the necessary steps, you know, us to study law, we understand the adhesion contracts of everything that took our sovereignty away.
1: It's forced. I
0: mean, that's now happening in a digital
1: system. Exactly. Mm. So if you look at back in the days, right, which I'm so fortunate that, you you know, what you said when we even started was, this is the most beautiful time to be alive because the things we're talking about now we couldn't talk about it back then, but we couldn't even read. All we knew how to do was sign with the X. So, the same thing that happened in reality, which is how they they you know, like you know, yeah, he said like you know you know that niggas don't read. You know what I mean? It's like a contract is a bond, right? Right? It's like a handshake equivalent. They're t- they've taken now that handshake equivalent and put it. In a digital way. Mm-hmm. So now it's like because it's not familiar to us, when we do get a contract, we do go like you want me to sign, I'm gonna read it. Because it's so flipped, right. it's the same thing, it's still a contract. But now it's flipped to where because you do not see signature and you hit terms and agreements and you all you have to do is click accept, that is your digital footprint. That is your digital. So we can taught on, that. Speaking on AI
0: blockchain you know it, 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 I, I think about the problems and then i think about okay what are some of these creative solutions that we can come up with so we talk about like you mentioned uh, um, i always mispronounce this the carters get skilled. yeah the cars um and i think about how you know we think about planning all the wrong way they say that in the african language is not too many words for near future Mm -hmm. we are very present people spirituality is about being present that can be detrimental to us because we live in a society that plans ahead 20 30 40 50 100 200 300 years these people trying to control the next 1000 years of time Mm as 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 a people we have to figure out how we can be the greatest planners Otherwise, if we don't
1: plan, someone else is planning for us, and we just get caught up in their plans. Yeah, I mean, to that point, like, I'm going to let you, like, continue that, but if you think about whatever you choose to believe, I believe that there were people that were brought from Africa here, but there were also indigenous people here as well. But it was planned. You know what I mean? Like, the only thing, you don't think, like, there were, like, spears and everything up there, Mm -hmm. and but it was planned. The the raids were, were planned, and again, the number one that allowed such things to happen was advancements of technology. We had, they had gunpowder on this side and they had you know, archaic technology on the other side. So that's what I'm saying. Like, There's about to be something that's about to be like so crazy. The idea that somebody can even create a platform and say we're going to ban right. a leader. How dangerous is that you think to, to ban voices?
0: And I want to put it in this context. Let me frame the context. You can have somebody that can advocate for pedosexual,
1: mm-hmm.
0: for pedophilia rights. Mm-hmm. They can be on the platform. They can talk about, I want this to be recognized. I want you to empathize with us. Mm-hmm. The platform doesn't consider that dangerous. Mm-hmm. Someone who speaks their truth, their consciousness, that is also not mm-hmm. just anybody, because the fact that they put him with Milo and the other guy, that was that was just their way Alex of Jones. softening the blood oh, yeah, Of course. All that crap. We know the politics. Minister Farrakhan is a voice for black people in America. Mm -hmm. And not only that, he's a leader in America. So to the band, it's a leader of black people in America Mm -hmm. that's nationally and internationally recognized and consider that dangerous. Yet you don't consider pedophilia dangerous. Mm -hmm. What does that say to the people about these systems? How does that make the other person on the the end user feel about using their
1: voice? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like, again, you know, when I first found out, I was not surprised at all. There was not even an ounce of me <laughs> right. because I had been talking to him. And people went back and then watched the and he was like, yo, he was saying this and this and this and this. And I had, the number one question I had the whole week that the minister was banned was we need to create a black Twitter, a black Instagram, a black this. What people fail to realize is there's levels to this shit. And The biasness is encoded so far directly into the constitution of of the digital world. Mm -hmm. Go start any social media platform and put black anything on your product. They'll revoke you out from the store because it's racially motivated. Mm. So there's metrics and different ways. And that's why we, we just don't have people that speak up. And also, too, when we do have people that speak up, they don't understand the technology. That's why I feel like my main mission is to give people the skills. This is not no capitalistic gain. Like, we cannot afford to be on some, like, probably in a 100 years, we could afford to be on some, like, I'm gonna just focus on me. Right. It's Individuation. Be about me. Individuation. But right now, uh, I, I, I measure success by what you attribute to the collective. Exactly. Your individual success means nothing to me. Exactly. That's why, even with the. Uh, it's interesting when I, when I went and stayed with the minister, uh, someone, uh, someone said, uh, genius. He was like, he's a genius. And the minister was like, that's a punk word and should never be used. You? He said, that's a punk word. And I feel like because it attributes to us and because we've been so deprived, there's level like I said, bro, and you know there's levels to this we all know the how you know the levels to this there's systematic oppression, then there's the mental mm-hmm. oppression. the worst form of slavery is the mental because mm-hmm. if you can't get out of here, your physical everything is you know every single thing a headshot to the to the brain, a headshot that's why I call it a headshot, this is the cortex, this is the dome that mm-hmm. controls everything that con- that connects everything, so I really feel like. We just need people to speak up and realize what's really going on. And then a lot of time, too, people that are within the culture that aren't these tech companies—they don't even understand this. I sit down with so many people that are at these huge tech companies, and they're like, "Oh shit, I never thought about it that way," and I never, because again, there's there's a hypnosis. Mm-hmm. You know, we watch like Us or we watch um, Get Out or whatever. The hypnosis with the T, but that T is how social media is the equivalent of turning on your VCR like back in the days when we had the VCRs mm-hmm. with the tapes and I'm, I'm old enough to remember that I'm 22 but back in the days when you had the VCR with the tapes and you were like the, the social media is basically having a collective of random tapes and popping it in and taking it out every 60 seconds and so going I'm to the next one consumption. consumption. you're
0: consuming you're not thinking whatever you're consuming is thinking for you exactly.
1: I posted that I said use your phone don't let it use you exactly if I always tell people
0: social media is supposed to be a, a tool for a platform of execution, not complaining. Not complaining. When you're complaining, it's using, you. It's using <laughs> you, you. Executing, you're using it to an extent. Mm. So, when we talk about content consumption um, and distraction, um, when you think about a person having all the energy in the mind, mm. that's enlightenment, right? When you are able to execute off the knowledge that you have, because mm. you can give a person access. And it's different between knowledge and smarts, mm-hmm. you know, it's different between information and calculation. There's a, all these different things that most people don't really think about because mm-hmm. we are, we, we're, we have definitely the information, mm-hmm. right? And there's a lot of knowledgeable people, but then why is it not more execution? It's because they don't have the access. So mm-hmm. we're living in an age of knowledge right now, meaning that. The individuals who access who who execute are the ones who have the access. The access is the smarts. The smarts is the creative capacity that you utilize the information and how you utilize it. Mm-hmm. So there's the individuals who read the same books as you. Mm-hmm. There's individuals who, who went to the same environments as you, you can in, even program really. better than me. <laughs> but they don't have your creative capacity. Mm-hmm. How do you utilize your creative capacity? And and by that I mean like you know, you you are a multidimensional person, taps into spirituality and different things of that nature. How do you add that into your programming
1: language? Mm-hmm. I feel like it starts with the verbiage and the language first. So I use algorithm a lot, but I don't spell it the same way. Mm. My algorithm is algorithm mm. because the rhythm's here. Top-handed. They use the algorithm. <laughs> this is the James Brown and you Michael know? Jackson of code. <laughs> like, they use the them. algorithm. And really like, you know, like just really understanding the power that we have, you know, like I've always been like, you know, and it's like, it's crazy because like being PA's book, I still got that shit like at my, like in my house. It's literally like yeah. my top books at the top is there and the power of manifestation and speaking things into existence. It's like everything is internal. And so I look at the way society has taught us. To consume, to think. And every, even creativity is controlled thinking. Mm-hmm. Because until you get out of that box, so we've been conditioned, it's like when you hear the word square, right? You think of like, oh, that's like, you know, no, don't be around squares or whatever it might be. But society has created this definition of a circle. And anybody that's a square that wants to fit within the circle needs to chop off their edges. Mm. But you're not given a precise tool to do that. It's right. not a laser etching, you're given a, a chisel. Or something like that, or square, you know, whatever, a hammer. Right. So when you chip yourself, you'll never perfectly be a circle. And so we find. Sick of being upsold at gyms?